<laughs> Welcome to the Three Guys Halloween Special. Uh, welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I'm Tyler. Dixon. I'm Ben. Uh, way, to, way to miss the cue there. Well, we're off order. Well, I didn't even say, like, I'm... I just... Dixon. <laughs> You're too cool for, for titles. And we just sat down to watch The Fun House. Um, we initially planned to have more Halloween films, but technical difficulties arose. Massive. Technical yeah, the fix was ridiculously easy. It always is. But we lost a whole... We lost, like... An hour almost of audio, it seemed. So, oh, yeah. but now that we fixed it, we decided to sit down and watch The Fun House. Never heard of it? I can't say I'm terribly surprised unless you're a horror enthusiast. Uh, this was directed by Toby Hooper back in, I think it was 1981. 1981. It was a film he made after Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's four kids getting locked in a fun house and weird things happen. Four kids, yeah. They make that line early oh, in the movie. Quote, unquote, kids. It's just like, you got one more year of school? Yeah. No, nah, these aren't. These yeah, aren't it's like, no. Nah, you should have been had one more year in college, man. The actor in question who says that is almost as old as we are now. There's not a whole lot to note about this movie from a uh, legacy perspective. Uh, the only thing interesting about it is this film was attempted to be banned as what was known as a video nasty there's a bunch of essentially there's a, there's a list of movies like in places like UK and whatnot that don't get sold there because they're too graphic or this and the other thing. Like the nasty band thing there is that just like a European thing or? Well, it's a list and countries can choose whether or not they allow it. I think okay. I'm not terribly sure on the details, but I do know there's like a list of banned movies you can't find anywhere. Mm. This film is on the list, but a lot of people seem to think that that's a mistake and it should be another film that happens to have the ultimate title of the Funhouse elsewhere. Upon seeing it, do you guys think it should be classified as one of the video nasties? <laughs> it's actually no. pretty tame. tame really. It's ridiculously tame. I think the like goriest this... part is like seeing like the clawed up body. Yeah, for a... Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's, after the for fact. For an R-rated yeah. movie in the 80s, this was, uh, this was tame, even compared to... Well, what we're used to now, considering there's the whole... Well, now... I, I believe like, Saw. This would be barely rated teen. Other than for the boobs? Which... The... Yeah. It's got 80s boobs, which... It's got... Really boobs. weird, like... There's really good-looking a... boobs in this movie. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. some of those older chicks, for some reason, had amazing bodies, but the faces were... Yeah, yeah, that, that was really Two weird. In, guys, I wanted to get further than that before we start talking about boobs. Oh, this is no, but no. This to is be like fair, a... the film starts with those, so yeah, yeah, which we didn't know she was like of age. We it's very questionable. You start up, it's like, um, okay, is she supposed to be 18, 16, or what's going on? It's it's that's how the film starts. It's this girl going into a shower with this faceless hand doing stuff in like a bedroom it picks up a knife and it goes to the shower and she's disrobing and well horror movies always have this scene of a shower girl that just kind of happens there's always a girl in the bathtub well, or it's a stereotypical psycho yeah it's a psycho yeah. scene yeah. yeah psycho ruined it for everybody and <laughs> this character the actress looks like she's maybe 16 or 17 so there's no way we're gonna see her. and then she takes her, her uh, robe off and she's 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 naked it's like huh not sure but, how to feel about no, this. No, this this is from the guy that did Poltergeist in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it really feels like I don't know what he was trying to do here. Like, was if he was trying to like do an homage to the classic horror movies, it feels like a step backwards. It yeah, de- it feels like he's reaching for material while using a uh, 
Texas Chainsaw is a focal point. Because if you've seen Texas Chainsaw or any of them, uh, I'm going to break it down. It's about never trust creepy backwood hicks. The Hills of Eyes is very much the same message. Don't trust crazy hill people because they'll probably eat you. Uh, the only difference is here is it's, it's it's don't trust carnies. Well, there's some good. There's like there's like some good. There's at least one good carny in this movie. Yeah, uh, he might not have been that good though because he had some creepy overtones. He's a little creepy, but I mean the fact that he brought the kid back. Yeah, I'm not weird. saying he was bad. It's just that it was the guy playing him was creepy, and I don't know if it was intended to be that way, but he came know. off that way. Once again, though, we're talking about a movie from early '80s, so it's. See, it's a different time. Yeah, and see, I picked this up because I thought this, the way it sounded on the back jacket, and from the director, I thought this was gonna like maybe be like kind of bridge the gap between like the '80s slasher movies of like Friday the Thirteenth and Jason, mm-hmm. the '70s kind of exploitative, you know, horror genre. Oh, and use and Cardi's. It kind yeah. of was, but it was like the weak points of of both genres. Like, it's not very strong. No, and the build is ridiculous. Well, let's, let's 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 talk about that. Let's talk about some of the film's faults that may just be because of the film's age. It, it could be. It right? takes a long time to start. It probably takes almost an hour, and it's and it's an hour and a half movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it takes. I think it takes it, to be safe. I think it's at least forty-five minutes. Yeah. For us to get into the part of the movie we're supposed to be scared of. There's some fun stuff in the movie that goes on for like the uh, they really the freak show animals. They, they nail the carnival really well. Oh, yeah, the carnival like is it's it a, it's a enjoy- iconic carnival. Yeah, it's enjoyable yet awkward because it's a little I because uh, it's a carnival. Yeah, if they did it's a, a car- very old like stuff. I'm I'm not like what were they trying to go for like the 70s? Because I don't know when they stopped the freak shows. Probably the 70s. It was either 60 or 70s. But either Which is way, interesting because we didn't actually we saw freak show animals, but not freak show people. Like yeah. you, like I've been to like like the X and I've seen the stuff in jars. So they still have that stuff. Okay. They don't maybe have, they maybe don't the have... freak show people aren't still allowed. That's why the guy had to wear the mask or something. And he wasn't. Well, he just didn't want to show it off. But he didn't want to show off. You his get the classic face. like yeah. on the little track, the little house of horrors. You get the sideshow animals, the fetus in a jar. There's the sideshow animals were the, uh, the, the I don't know the if they were park rides like the peep show which. I don't think... They obviously don't do that anymore. No. It basically looks like something out of a Rob Zombie cover jacket. It does. This looks... Yeah. It, this does look like something that Rob Zombie would have seen and be like, oh, dude, I could do yeah, that. Rob, I'm sure Rob Zombie knows of this movie. Probably. Oh, uh, he's, he's probably planning to remake this. The action's going to get a lot more string pulled out and it's going to be a lot... I think it might do better if they remade it. It's I, slow. It is slow, but I think that more has to do with the way the 80... The, this film was made. Like That's how they were. There's a lot of slow tension and... There are parts of it later on where the tension is a little... I guess I want to say it's built a little more. Like the midway point of the movie, the tension starts getting a little The thing is, they're not building up the villain for the 45 minutes. No, admittedly... That's the fault of it. You're not really afraid and wondering about... You don't know who the villain is. You're kind of trying to pick him out because there's a couple characters that are... There's some really interesting characters in this movie that do nothing. They're not important. Yeah, like the magician. Yeah, the magician was actually pretty cool. It's like... One of the few parts in the beginning I remember. It's really entertaining. Entertain- I love about how he's being heckled and he's just ignoring it. Yeah, I really like that character. Yeah. Um, the old lady, the 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 weird drunken hobo. It looks like he's been mauled. I think yeah. he's just greasy and dirty. Like I don't know. What- I don't know. It, it it looked red. It didn't look brown. It looked red. It looked but like it was sweat and blood. There's no there's no payoff to any of that. No, I mean you could cut that out and it, it Make- wouldn't hurt anything. Yeah. Um. 
It, it's it's supposed to be a red herring. It's supposed to do that, though. I guess so. Like, I would have really liked the, uh, the the magician been the crazy guy. Yeah. Or he'd have been involved in the story at all. Yeah, like if, like of all or, the or carnival like a... people had teamed up to try to get them. Yeah. And they were running through the, the carnival. That's what I thought this was going to be. Yeah, that's... Actually, what would have been, I found much better, is since they keep playing on that so much, the uh, carnival barker, the uh, that one, well... Well, he's involved yeah. in the story, though, so... Yeah, but it's not like he really does anything. I mean, he just kind of—he just makes that one chick space out a lot. To, to be fair, she was kind of spacey to begin with. She seemed to, uh, yeah. and she seemed very willing to get naked. Yeah. Um. And then, I guess, other fault is like the acting in this movie uh, is not—it's—it's <laughs> it's your standard fare. It's a standard fare for this, say, these kind of movies. There's nothing a, uh, there's no, there's no standout acting really here. The drunk no. mom's kind of funny. But the drunk mom's only funny because, oh look, it's the '80s and she's, uh, she's sauced off her ass. Yeah. There's like, there's not a like scene. stereotypical now drunk, but like '80s drunk, where they're just like, yep, don't care, come here, taking you home. There's a scene, a, uh, because uh, the lead character has a kid brother who ends up sneaking to the carnival, and there's that, there's that dude. Once again, another yeah. random character that is nothing. Yeah. I, I, I don't know much about Toby Hooper except for what he did uh, previously. Uh, very little of it, I should mention. I've only really seen Texas Chainsaw and Poltergeist. Is He must hate random people or homeless people. I'm sure he's got a crazy story about... He must hate like rednecks and carnies or something. Because like... this kid's walking down this road and this kid never speaks except that he screams. Yeah. Which may or may not be good. But he's walking down the road in the dark because he's sneaking his way to the carnival. The kid's stupid, but all of a sudden this van pulls up beside him. A uh, truck, it yeah. It was a truck, okay. I thought it, yeah, it was a truck. And this creepy old man is in it, and it's just, he's about to get raped. This film's going to get dark fast. And this old man's just like, hey kid, where are you going? And doesn't say anything. You want to ride? Doesn't say anything. And then he pulls out a gun. Yeah, he pulls out like a shotgun, points it at him, and you hear it just like click. And, and the just kid like, runs. And the kid screams and runs, and the, old, and the guy in the truck is like, ah, 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 But it's like, it's like, dude, what is wrong with you? The kid also is, speaking of the kid. This kid's fucked in the head. Because we get a look at, if you see him outside of his room, he's, a, he's, he's normal enough. He's got the rainbow suspenders, the baseball jacket. An actual normal 80s kid. Normal 80s kid, and... Then you pan over to one half of his wall, and he's got he's got like fake web puppet head. Yeah, well, it's yeah. like yeah, it's like a puppet head. Um, yeah. he's got like monster masks, monster posters, like the classic yeah. Bella Lugosi, like Dracula and Frankenstein. First rule yeah. of uh, you never mention you never reference a better horror movie, <laughs> and he yeah you know he, he mentioned Dra- he's got a poster in the background for Frankenstein. And I would say the, uh, Frankenstein and Dracula. There was one each, wasn't there? Yeah. He was like eight years old. How did his parents even let him have this? His parents clearly did not care. Well, the, the, okay. this was the 80, early 80s, so they were coming off of the uh, the, the Hammer. I guess he may have seen those, to be fair. Some of the Hammer horror movies? He, he, the mother and father were watching Bride of Frankenstein when we come down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's around Halloween, probably. Yeah. It doesn't date it, so it's not really a Halloween movie. It's just... Well, I guess it would have been the summer Late summer, fall. It's That's usually yeah. when summer carnivals come to town. But that is, you know. And he pulls a prank on his sister. And I just want to say this. He pulls a prank on her, like, in the shower and whatever. And she says, you little bastard, basically. I'm going to get you back. You're not going to see it coming. So later in the movie, he's at the carnival. And he knows his sister's there. And that she's trapped in the house of horrors. And he can, like, see her. I don't know that he can actually see well, her. He knows he she's knows there. there. And when the, when the parents come to pick him up, he doesn't say... 
anything because he remembers that line because they do the, the, the voiceover. They do the voiceover. And it's like, what a little bastard. Well, he doesn't think his sister's in peril. He thinks his sister's being a dick. I don't know. I th- Like, he saw a monster. Basically, he definitely a saw, he saw a monster. Speaking of the monster, um, this has got a couple different uh, like box arts and posters from re-release. I'm going to put up the poster here. You can put that one up. That one's... There's not many good posters. The box oh. arts are usually better. It kind of showcases what the creature looks like. It's lower face. This is really the distorted bit of it. It's not a terribly impressive monster when you see it for too long. Like when it's static. But yeah. when it, it with the first unveil, because this he's one of the characters that we're supposed to be kind of suspicious of. Because he's wearing a Frankenstein mask and Frankenstein hands. He doesn't say anything. He's working the funhouse. Uh, the horror house. The house of horrors. He's working the, um, whatever they call that job where they lock you in place on this scooter thing. Well, just kind of like the loader. I yeah, guess. he's, he's the one that pushes the, the little uh, cart on the on the rails to get it going. And, yeah. we, and it's when he gets to the reveal of what he looks like. He takes a mask off and I actually feel bad for the actor playing this guy. Because you got to know for that scene, he's wearing a mask on top of a mask. You know how many times he must have screwed that up, trying to take off only one mask while wearing <laughs> Frankenstein gloves? Well, to be fair, the, the the mask that's on his head is probably actually attached. The Frankenstein one was so big and loose. But still, because he's wearing it under lights, he's sweating. Yeah, he's probably damaged it taking it and off. And I'm sure the actual like the actual prosthetic does not look comfortable. It's it's huge. No, it did no. not look comfortable. And so. they kind of foreshadow it, but not very well. Like, oh, with the drool? They make a reference. No, no what no. the actual creature looks like. Oh, with the fetus. I guess, yeah, they do. That's a little bit of It's foresh- a really poor foreshadowing. Because it's not even something you think about. Because if you've actually been to one of... If you've been to, like, a carnival ever, you've seen that kind of thing. It's just like, oh. This movie does that very strangely, though. They foreshadow things that either never come to pass or are blatantly obvious. Yeah. What do you think about it? Even, like, a... Even, like, the animals like, that they showed there had two faces. Yeah, like... Every, it, everything that they really all, showed for the quote-unquote freaks. But it's not good, though. It doesn't work. No. I, I did mind the uh, the freak creatures, though. They were a... Uh, I'm not sure if those were prosthetics or real, like, real... I think they were real animals. They might have been. They could have been, but then you gotta sit there and wonder how much they paid for that. Probably, I mean, they probably just rented them. They probably yeah, went to a real carnival and used some of the stuff. It was, well, like, probably. off-season for a carnival. Possibly. What else was not good about this movie? I mean... Uh, unrealistic funhouse size? The size of the funhouse that they get locked in. The fact that it's I'll be, the fir- be, what, four stories deep in the ground? No, three. We established this thing... It's got, like, two basements. It's got yeah. two basements, the main floor, and there might be a floor above it, considering a uh, how one of the characters dies, the yeah. noose. So there might be a fourth floor to this thing. And to be fair, I do know those things are much bigger than they look. Because we only see like one floor of it when we're in there. And I do know that they're bigger than that. But this they one... ain't that big. And yet <laughs> somehow the, in the basement... The, like The, the second... dimensions of the fun house slash horror, house of horror is kind of... It's wonky. I'll give it that. It is a little... The house of horror's fun house or whatever you want to call it is one of the stronger parts of the movie. Because it does look... It has these really weird like puppets. Yeah. Like... like and they show them in the movie, and they should really showcase it there. But it's actually kind of creepy. Like this would be a really good House of Horrors. I think that might. And there's be... one scene where it's played up really well near the end, uh, where, with... where, where like the girl is being chased through it by the monster, and it's flashing to all the really freaky imagery. Yeah. Oh yeah, the seizure that... moment. Yeah, like that. I thought that's. Well, that... I thought that's what the whole movie was going to be more like. I think that's what the film was. I I, just, I don't want. I don't know if this was what he was doing, but I think. 
this is where the foreshadowing came from in the early bits when we go through the funnels the first time because everyone knows that you know unless you're like a, unless you're like four maybe six the fun houses aren't aren't scary anymore maybe you like know? in the 80s eight but that, you know what i mean like that, that age they're not really scary anymore no but i think it was the point to showcase that this wasn't scary then they put us in a unlikely but scarier scenario and suddenly it's terrifying yeah but it's yeah. only after a couple of people have died like it, it takes so long for it yeah i like the scene but it, it's too long and that that's a problem with it it does take too long to start and go I wanted to go into great things, but I guess other bad things are the deaths in this movie. I don't want to go into like how these people <coughs> die, but they're very like underwhelming. Like a lot of them are off camera, actually. Yeah, like that's, that's it's not really that scary or gory. Like it's it's pretty underwhelming. To be fair, Toby's uh, the movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's not all that gory, actually. I know, but it's not even. It's like, grotesque, but not gory. This, these aren't even that grotesque. <coughs> no, but even then, like we we were thinking of worse things for them to happen. Than they actually were. We thought, like, that one scene there, like, the chick was going to get pushed through the fan, like, chopped up horribly. That would have been way out of this movie's budget, apparently. That might have been something to do with it, too. But I mean, it was just kind of like a half-ass off-camera death, and it was kind of like, oh, that's that's lame. And you see the body later, but it's it's still not as gory as it could have been. I guess the thing, the point is we get the payoff out of it. It's just not as, it's not what we were expecting. no. Like, really, the scariest part of this movie is, like, when the Frankenstein... The guy in the Frankenstein mask gets, like, a hand job. Like, that's... <laughs> by, like, a gypsy. Like, that's kind of weird. But that's terrifying because the, the cottage cheese dies. That's... 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 That's, the, a term that's going back to the exploitive genes of this movie. You like girls? It's got a lot of girls. Which is interesting because the one skanky character in this movie never takes her top off. Yeah! The yeah, one, one that the, keeps talking the about friend? having sex. Yeah. The friend that's talking about having sex and she's clearly not a virgin... And she's dating the kind of stoner, nerdy douche. He's like three cliches rolled into one. Rick. Yeah, because they didn't have enough. They couldn't afford enough cast members. <laughs> There's one guy. Who, the the one good actor in this movie, I think, is the Barker. Uh, so Kevin talk, Conway. Kevin Conway. Talk about some of the good things. Kevin Conway as the Barker. He's really good. He plays three different Barkers. We yeah. think. We're, yeah, we're, no, we're pretty sure three. I, I... There's a British one that. Like, it looks like your classic carnival barker with the hat and cane and mustache. and Shilling the nudie booth. With, like, a British accent. Then Good there's the father of the monster. He plays, like, he's got, like, a southern accent. Then there's, like, like the, the other barker that's, like, a good guy. Kind of. Um, we think. And he, I guess he's kind of, like, a conflicted character. He does sound actually conflicted. I don't it's, know. It's I, off from this movie. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with, I can't even remember her name, the lead character. I think it's um, Amy. Yeah. I think we established it was Amy from the uh, the credits, because the movie does make it clear, but we missed it completely. No, it, it says her name like two, three times. That's it. Yeah. Then there's a uh, then there's Buzz. Yeah, her we know boy- his name. They say Buzz a lot. Her yeah. boyfriend Buzz, this Roddy Piper looking dude. He's amazing. <laughs> he he's not even a boyfriend. This is a first date. This yeah. is a first date. I just like the scene where we get the unveil as to why the ho- the uh, the carnival is trying to kill them. Spoilers, it's because the douchebag friends stole their money. By the looks of it, it was a lot of cash. It's like a massive wad. Even, like, even if it was ones, it would still be like... It ain't 1980s money, man. It ain't 1980s money. But, but the fact that they've shown there's like 20s and 50s and 100s in there. It's oh, yeah. Geez. As this is, it's the way the scene is revealed. Um, they're all looking down at the, uh, the father and the monster discovering the money's all gone. And Buzz, as they cut back to showcase these characters watching in terror, he looks up at, at uh, Rick. His name is Rick. Yeah. Yeah. He looks over at Rick with this look that says, you you son of a bitch. 
<laughs> You're gonna get us all yeah, that killed. Was, that was the other good bit of acting in that movie. Buzz was yeah. really good. I liked Buzz. Yeah, he, he was. I thought he was, he was gonna be more of a douchebag. I thought he was, he was gonna actually... be the jock douchebag in the movie, but he yeah. actually wasn't, which was weird. He's pretty no, he courageous. Actually, yeah, he was courageous and actually helpful and somewhat smart. He, Let's stick together, did, guys. What did you call yeah. him? He was Fred. He was like Freddy from Scooby Doo. Yeah. A little bit. They all kind of look like they're just slowly off versions of the fucking Scooby Doo game. They just don't have a yes. They have a stoner well. and they have a dog. So, was there anything else that was good? Uh, it's got some great tense moments towards the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once everything started going, it felt yeah. I mean, it was an movie. Up until the uh, the the final scene the, isn't too bad. The, like the in the mechanism room. Yeah, the final showdown. That's. Uh, that's only okay. I don't like that scene too much. This the it could whole, have been better. The whole area. I don't know. It it felt like a half-assed like underground construction crap or underground running system. You, you you think when he was pitching this movie that like they're just like okay we know they knew his pedigree, but they're just like this doesn't sound like a good idea for a movie. So here's like a very small budget and he blew it on like the animals. That's entirely possible. I have this here. What was the budget? Oh. I actually don't have a budget here, so... But it just felt like everything could have been, like, a little bit better, like... if you got to give the props credit. Those were pretty good. They, no, the uh, House of Horror is the best part of this movie. Yeah, like... Easily. Like, the scenery in the actual House of Horror, like, on the tracks, like... Like, those were actually really good. They they spent a lot of time and money on them. Yeah. To look, like, good and creepy and bad at the same time. I don't know how well that works, but... Well, here's an interesting bit of trivia for, for you. Uh, a novelization of the screenplay was written by Dean Coots under the pseudonym Owen West. As the film production took longer than expected, the book was released before the film. So it's not actually based on something, but there is a novelization by Dean Coots. So if you like his writing, there you go. There might oh be a better version. That, so there's a that book tells based you a, on this a, that came by a second-rate Stephen King. I'm not saying I like Dean Coons. I'm just saying if you like him. That's the joke about him. I don't... What else was good about this movie? Um, it was a fun nostalgic trip back, considering that Okay, none of us grew up in the '80s, so nostalgia. I'd like to. I'd like to. I wish I had sometimes. We were barely born in the '80s. Yeah, Uh, I I was barely. I say barely because I don't. September '89. Even you were less. You're you're fucking three months old by the time it passed. Yeah, but I still love the '80s and what it was. (laughs) I remember those three months. I've been feeling more and more nostalgic recently. That's why uh, maybe I chose this. It's Maybe. it's and it's surprising this made it to Blu-ray. If if not for the fact it's linked to Toby Hooper, it, this would not I don't think be on Blu-ray. Like I'm no, surprised. I'm actually surprised at, this was a standalone. I'm surprised this wasn't in like I, I suspected there would be a bunch of sequels or spinoffs or something, but no. Well, no, I was thinking it would be like in a combo pack. You know, it'd be like the Chainsaw Massacre, you know, Funhouse, and well, the Chainsaw or a bunch Massacre. of other shit 1980 movies. Oh yeah, like a horror cult. Like I got like a DVD full of uh. Drac- like Hammer film Dracula movies, yeah. something well, like that. I'd buy that because there's like there's like a hundred of those. Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee at their best. But it was kind of cool just to see how things were because apparently this this may flabbergast this generation, but apparently all there was to do in the eighties when you were young and being rebellious was date the gas jockey, uh, smoke pot, and have sex. Sneak out and sneak out in the middle of the night. But then again, mom's so drunk she don't give a shit. Yeah, you have to get past dad, and apparently dad was a knob, and his hearing's not good anymore. No, I think so, dad just didn't give a fuck. I think he's just sitting there reading his paper and just like, eh, son's leaving, whatever. It's entirely possible to go out again. Yeah, down the lattice. Should have taken well, that down years hopefully ago. that random redneck that drives around with a gun will scare him back home. 
It's like his buddy says, like, yeah, my son's missing. Do you go drive around the road, see if you see him? Yeah, no problem, Buck. scare him back. No problem, Buck. Was there anything else that was really good about this? We got distracted. We're thinking about it now. It's a very, it's a very forgetful film. The things that work, they do stand out, but the chunk of the film... Like, you were saying it feels like it's like a half hour? Yeah, I spaced out for like the first hour. Like I said, before everything started getting into the actual horror thing there, all I remember is the magician talking about Vlad the Impaler, or Dracula, and... Nope, forgot everything else. <laughs> yeah. So how are we going to rate this, guys? Are we going to rate it at 10? We're going to rate it at pumpkins? How many pumpkins? Well, it's only... Uh, it's how many slasher knives or hockey masks? Dude... <laughs> No, it's, it's Halloween, right? It's got to be spooky. Uh, I guess it's got to be spooky. How many boxes of raisins in your bags of candy? I don't know. See, I liked when I got raisins. Really? They're better than, than rockets. Or like erasers, or those really shitty Halloween pencils that never really worked and they was broke. Yeah, because they were crappy. The white eraser. So, for writing this movie, okay, you know what? I'm just going to give it my own Halloween-themed cliche, and we'll see if you stick with it. But it's out of ten. I don't know. This movie was just all right. It's really forgettable. It doesn't have the same impact that Texas Chainsaw does. So but it's forgettable. The creature is uh, is uninteresting. It's like they wanted to do Frankenstein, like literally, but it didn't work. Like I said, they, they put effort into the mask, but they could have put better effort into the detail of the creature itself, like how it looked. Rather than look like two skulls mashed together. Pretty much. With red eyes. They could have just not showing his face I think if they just had him in the Frankenstein mask until like the end and it's like a final reel before like it gets killed that might have been better yeah yeah. and it flashed to the fetus in the jar and then we made the connection because it doesn't actually do that we're supposed to just kind of put that together in our heads yeah but for this one for me it's eh I'm not so I'm not sad I watched it I initially thought this movie was about killer clouds from outer space then I remember that's an entirely different movie but for this one it gets three pumpkins out of ten it's it's pretty forgettable i can't recommend it i really can't i don't i don't hate it which is weird because i give it a low rating but i'm just like no you won't even remember you watched it that's the worst kind of movie there is right after you see it it leaves zero impact on you it's like i got more enjoyment out of a out, out of out of that soda can than i did of this movie ben you, you go next you know what i basically agree with you a lot it's very forgettable the acting is mediocre the only thing i really liked were the props and you know what because of the time practical props were a huge thing and usually a lot of details put into them and because and because they didn't really have any gore props you can't really give any bonus points or anything bonus points for gore but we got a lot of boobs yeah but they weren't like amazing boobs they were just like surprising (laughs) surprising yeah okay you know what that was actually probably some of the most surprising parts of it it's like wow, that's pre- that's pretty hot. Whoa, that's that face is not. Wow, how do, how do you, how does that work? Anyways. Or even like just the beginning is like, oh, we're not gonna oh, yeah, we're not gonna oh. Do I is she underage? Yeah, how do I feel about this? I'm not sure. Yeah, you know what? I actually I'd agree with you. Probably three. But you know what? If people asked about it, I'd tell them you know what? Fast forward to freaking old forty five. You know, to an hour later, then start watching. You don't need to know the rest. If you want to see a little bit of the freak show, stop at the freak show, the animal freak show part, and then fast forward to the rest. I bought this movie, right? I oh, bought it, so I feel like I got to give it a slightly higher rating. It's not my fault you bought this movie. Yeah. No, no, I'm glad because I, I feel like this is better than watching a modern horror movie, like something like Hostler or Saw. I don't, I didn't feel like watching that kind of movie because that's not the kind of experience I want to have. Though. 
this is a different kind of movie. It's a definitely nostalgia, just for like the look of the carnival, the kids' room. There's there is an innocence to this movie, you know. And he even reminds me of Sloth, the monster, like from the Goonies. We all had. Kind of, it kind of feels like the same age as that. We all had different yeah. names for him. I heard you called him Sloth once. I called him Lurch. What did you call him, Ben? Minute Man Frank. When you see the movie, you'll get it. I can't recommend it on its actual horror elements, but for the nostalgia, and maybe just as a piece of, of horror movie history and of the director, maybe you'd be interested just to see what else he had done mm-hmm. and what he was trying to do. And I would really look... I, I, I have to imagine Rob Zombie has seen this, and I would love for him to do... A remake? Or someone else. I mean, it doesn't have to be Rob Zombie, but it just seems like this would be something he'd be aware of. Or he seems in his style. I'm going to give it four two-headed cows out of ten. <laughs> it would be eight. It would be eight. <laughs> or maybe they're like kind of half faces. Oh, they're kind of so half that, So then that would be like a six. Yeah. I don't know. But it's like a four. <laughs> maybe a six. It's... We pick, <laughs> pick a rating, damn it. <laughs> if, you want, if you're looking for nostalgia, then take, take a watch. It's definitely not Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street, but... No. So basically it's interesting what I was to saying, see, fast yeah. forward the beginning more or less. No, I mean, watch the build-up. It's, it's fun for that fact. I mean, you could almost want, have a kid watch this. A 10 yeah. or 12-year-old. Like, it's it's pretty, it's very tame. It is very tame, actually. Again, except for the boobs. That's a, uh, uh, this is the Three Guys podcast. Uh, signing out. Have a happy Halloween, folks. Stay safe and all that jazz. Don't accept homemade candy. It's junk anyway. Yeah. yeah and don't let people give you pencils. No. Those or are the popcorn w- balls. I like popcorn balls, but pencils were the worst. Yeah, those are homemade. You can't eat popcorn balls. Those are terrible. Probably razor blades in them. Oh, Watch out for razor blades, kids. Yeah. And remember, let your parents test your candy. They got to check it. They got to check the candy, especially your dad. <laughs> God knows. He spent all that money on your costume. <laughs> got to get some of it back. Yeah. Well, that's the three guys signing out. Later. Good night, folks. Right.